Uh, I'm sorry for your loss. It's a body dead in the car, and it's probably one of yours. The writing all across the window in the walls. Whether it was true or false, we shouldn't have got involved. Remember, we walked past the teacher, take the chalk and laugh. We wrote punishments. I will not talk in class. Now it's pistols punishing people. And hello, everybody. I don't know if you were rolling or not. I wanted to make sure that you were recording. Yeah, it was recorded. Because <laughs> I didn't see the red light or anything. And I was like, is he? I don't know if you're. See the circle. My bad. I didn't see it. My bad. <laughs> the song that you guys are listening to is a free freestyle by black thought uh one of the best freestyles to come out of 2017 um just like our podcast <laughs> one of the best art house podcasts to come out of 2017 i hope everybody's listening to um, this week's episode we cover so on uh this week's this is our one our officially last episode of 2017 mm-hmm. uh we went over our review of the last jedi we went over our best uh, films of 2017, our worst films of 2017, our honorable mentions of 2017, and the top films we look forward to for 2018. Hope you enjoy. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Iron chair with people who care. Don't get the lion's share. When I don't give a fuck, then I ain't fair. I'm on a higher tier with people getting money like the finest here. Catch the herald, I'm fresh chop and bevel rap on a doctorate level. So F Scott Fitzgerald made And hello, everybody. Everybody, hello. And welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? Excited, man. Christmas yeah. time is around the corner. Or actually, by the time people hear this, I think Christmas would already pass. So, Yeah, happy Christmas. Merry Christmas and uh, uh, happy New Year. Yeah, have you have a good one, happy one, and uh, all the above. <laughs> so, what's, what's new in uh, this world that we call entertainment? Uh, so, we saw Star Wars. Yeah, that, that, that small movie. I don't know if, you, if you've heard of it. It's, no big deal. Some, some sci-fi movie there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's been causing a lot, a lot of commotion, a lot of debates, which is, you know, that's that's why we that's why we're here. That's why we talk about this stuff mm-hmm. is to chime in on all these funny debates going on. So Star Wars, let's go ahead and review it. And then let's go over the this whole backlash okay. that's coming from the fans. Pat, what do you think of the movie? By the time you guys. Uh, look at this podcast. I've I will have seen it twice, but going off of the first time I seen it, I didn't think it was a bad movie. Not as bad as everybody thought it was. Um, there was a lot of things that I could relate to, especially with the political uh, climate that we're in right now. You know, the whole thing about like the gun thing, like gun for hire and stuff like that. Let me turn down my goddamn Mac. <laughs> But uh, Guillermo del Toro, that's his mm-hmm. name, right? Ben- Benicio. Benicio. Wrong del Toro. But uh, the fact that he was trading guns to the good side and the bad side, I was like, oh, shit. That is, that, that's fucking revealing. Because just thinking back about the whole Star Wars thing, I never thought about, like, you know, the, the people who are actually building the weapons for the rebels and the, you know, the Empire and stuff. Like, I never thought that grand of a picture because I'm just thinking, like, okay, I'm just throwing into this story and I'm just going to ride this wave. And I never gave a deep thought into, like, things like that. Even though 
I didn't really like the the way the casino looked because I thought when they said they're going to have a planet that's going to be nothing but a gambling planet, you know, my whole thought was going to be that it's, I'm thinking Las Vegas, you know what I mean? I'm thinking that I'm going to see stuff just like in um, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, I'm going to see robotic, half robotic, half humanoid uh, uh, hookers or something like that. Uh, I'm going to see like some type of neon lights. I'm thinking I'm going to see some neon lights all over the place. I didn't see that. And it was like more glamorized. Yeah, it was, more, it was definitely more classical. Yeah, it was more classical. So it was a different spin. I do commend Disney on everything. All my notions of what I thought was going to happen in the movie. They threw those shits away because I thought the planet was going to be like that. Things happened in the movie that I didn't think uh, were capable in the Star Wars universe. And they showed me that this Star Wars universe is, I mean, it's, uh, it's bigger than hip-hop, man. I wish I had that uh, fucking music queued up. But, yeah, it's bigger than hip-hop because this shit was fucking dope as fuck. I thought it was a Rewatchability, cool obviously, is there because you're going to watch it again. Yeah, I'm going to watch said. it again. And when it comes out on, like, on-demand VOD, I'm definitely going to watch it again. With By the time that thing comes out, it's probably the Han Solo movie is definitely going to come out by the time that. Um. Where would you rank this in, in the Star in, Wars? Yeah, as like best to worst. All of them? Like, yeah. Out of all oh, No, no, no. Don't, don't rank all of them. But okay. where would this one be as far as best and worst? Like, mm. Just off of the three that I've seen recently, I'm talking about... Um, I would say this is this has to be in the top, ooh, top four. So you're saying out of Rogue One, The yeah. Force Awakens, obviously this, The Last Jedi. Yeah. And what else? Well, I'm I'm, ta- I'm also talking about the original three and the original three. Yeah, this was what top number four. Number four. I didn't like the the first original three because I thought it was a little bit talky. It's a little talky. Didn't like that, so I'm gonna put that one behind this one. Okay. So this is basically. Uh, so which which is your top? My top is Luke. Finally, becomes he starts wearing the dark colors. He starts wearing black. That's and the last one. Return of the Jedi. That's the one. That's your favorite. Yeah. That's, that's your top. Favorite. And then, okay, got it. Because you know what? Spoiler alert. I did, when, uh, when at the end of the movie, when Luke showed up, I was wondering, I'm like, I wonder if he's going to wear black. And I saw that. He, I'm like, that's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's my dog. Because when he was wearing the black, man, I mean, I played the video game. I played Battlefront. When he's uh, when he's dressed in black, it's like, yeah, I'm here for business. With the fucking green lightsabers, like, yeah, I'm fucking here for business. I'm here to fuck shit up. And it's a cool, it's a cool look. Me, I think I, I definitely it, it definitely is up there. I would say Empire Strikes Back is still my favorite movie. Um, and then this, I honestly feel like this is probably my second one, my second favorite. Second favorite. Second favorite, yeah, Ooh. because I was so surprised. It was like watching, yeah. it was like I felt like I was in the 1970s watching Star Wars for the first time. Because I didn't know, or at least I thought I had expectations. And like you said, they just threw it out the window. Like I noticed after the first time I saw it, I didn't immediately have a reaction as like, oh, this is one of my favorite ones. I had to analyze it because I am a Star Wars fan and I the director did so many crazy decisions, so many risky decisions that I had to carefully analyze each scene. And I remember my wife telling me, well, did you did you like it? And I'm like, yeah, but there's but you questioned yourself. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm still thinking like there's stuff in there that I think as a fan, I'm just like, wait, was that good or not? And then. When I watched it again, 
I watched it without emotion. Because the first time you watch the movie, you're watching it with emotion. You yeah. just want to be entertained. Yeah, because it's a Star Wars movie, man. You, you grew know, up with this movie. You're excited. Yeah. But the, when you watch it the second time, you're able to calm down. You already know what's going to happen. And you're able to like really pay attention to the story. And once I did that the second time, then I walked out confident as, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I love, and you know, for those... Who don't know? Obviously, we're going to spoil the shit out of every movie that we talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should already know that by now. Um, so for this movie, I love the fact that Snoke didn't have a storyline. Because then that movie would have been four hours long. Yeah. And it would have been unnecessary. I love the fact that they focus more on Kylo Ren. Like, he is the new Darth Vader. He is the new bad guy. That's who we're going to stick to. I love the fact that Ray's parents were just nobodies. Although, I... There's something inside me that feels that that's not the entire truth. I think that's the fanboy in you, man. I, I still have a feeling that no, man. Well, those people that... found her and sold her, but they might not be her real parents. I still have a feeling that that might happen. No, and man. I have a feeling J.J. Abrams to... might do that. I like shallow water sometimes, yeah. man. I don't want these waters to be no more than three feet three <laughs> feet deep, man. Because I, yo, the fact that when he, when he said the whole line about you're nothing and shit like that. It makes me feel like I'm like, okay, yo, she came from nothing. Now she's here. This is fucking awesome. The fact that, you know, somebody from the outskirts who has the, the power to like, you know, take care of this fucking family squabble. Sometimes you just need an outside, uh, an outside source. Yeah. that another part of me is like appreciative of the fact that, yeah, yeah I, I was thinking the same exact thing. Like, Okay, if it is true, that's awesome too. Mm-hmm. The fact that like that's giving hope to people who think that they're never gonna amount to anything. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like she came from nothing. Give hope and to the hopeless. The movie ended off like that because you saw that these kids were the they kids, were abused, they were and, abused, and they're everything like yo. And I do, I really appreciate the part where uh, Luke, when he was talking to Ray, and he was saying like the legend of Luke Skywalker and all his other shit, and he was talking about his legacy and all that other, uh, all that other mumbo jumbo. And then you saw when he stared down at the... I mean, he f- kind of foreshadowed it when he was saying, like, what you want me to do, just stare down at an, an, uh, at the Empire, this this troop of uh, AT-ATs, and, you know, just, you know, being with the Force kind of shit. Which he basically did, because, you know, he took But I shots. love the fact that he used the word laser sword instead of yeah. lightsaber, because you think I'm just going to show up with a laser sword and destroy Dude, the entire Empire? I can hear, like, someone who doesn't know about Star Wars saying some shit like that, but... I like the fact that that happened and the kids were telling that story, but they're telling the story from an outside source, meaning like they don't know that Luke Skywalker, they know that he died, but they really thought that it was really him who basically stared down those uh, AT-ATs and took all those, all that blast shit. He took all so that and they realized, still see him as the legends. Yeah, they still see him as the legends. When really he, he wasn't even he there. He wasn't even there. He wasn't even there. And I can, I'm like, yo, these, this is how legends are made. Stories like this, I could see how that. That's like, oh my god, they basically they're telling us that, yeah, man, all these shits about like Star Wars and stuff, and uh, about this Skywalker. St- There's a little twist to these stories. Yeah. Maybe the story that you're hearing, like the the movie that we're watching, that was from Luke Scott, um, not from Luke, with George Lucas. When George Lucas, the the stories they came up from, maybe these the story that he's telling was told like you know three three generations because everybody has stories that's in their family that are embellished and you're amazed and you start telling people the story i love the fact that they showed that in this movie now i think uh ryan johnson he did a really good job of keeping a balance where 
okay, I'm going to throw in some stuff that Star Wars fans are going to like, but I want to do stuff that's different. So the whole Yoda thing, playing the original video of uh, Help Me Obi-Wan Kenobi, You're My Only Hope. Like, I think that was a good way. Of, What's your take on the whole Yoda puppet thing? I loved it. I love the fact that it was the puppet and not the, <laughs> the CGI. CGI stuff? Like, no, man, stick were, to the original. A lot of people in the theater were like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that. And I like what Yoda was telling Luke. Yoda was telling Luke, like, don't train people on showing them the perfect way. One of the best things you can teach someone is your failures. That's okay. Failure is the best teacher. And the biggest burden that we have as masters is knowing that our students are going to surpass us. We got to deal with Holy that. Holy shit. Dude, so... Okay, because, you know, he only... Uh, Luke only showed uh, Ray. He only showed her, like, two things. He said, there's three things I got to show you. Yeah. And uh, one of those things were... I totally forgot all of them. <laughs> the first one was when she was feeling the force and feeling yeah. the balance. And he goes, so you see it and you feel it inside of you, right? So lesson number one is if the Jedi died, the force is still going to be there. Mm-hmm. So this whole vanity of, oh, you know, the, the force is not here unless we're here. Like, that's wrong. That was lesson number one. Lesson number two about the darkness. About the darkness. It was about the darkness in that hole, and he was saying like, "Don't go to that hole," kind of shit. Yeah. Um, lesson three must have. I think. I think t- he. It wasn't a lesson that he wanted to teach her, but if we go off of that Yoda thing, he already taught her lesson three because he spoke to Ray about his failure and Kylo Ren, saying that he saw the darkness in Kylo Ren and he was about to strike him down, but he didn't. And he thought that he failed. And Ray was like, oh, shit. Let me go see if I can go, like, I can go get him back. Because he failed. Maybe I won't fail kind of thing. So, in turn, she basically, no, she didn't surpass him because he, Kylo Ren still ended up being a badass. And they also showed that Luke is a hypocrite because, you know, he talks about how we, you know, we're so vain in, in worshiping these legends and stuff. But, yeah, he worships the Jedi text, and he even admitted that he never read them. Yoda was like, did you read them? He's like, well, I looked at it, and he's like, yeah, the, Yoda says, like, page turners, they were not. Like, they, like those were boring-ass stories. Like, don't even worry if they burn, which they didn't, because Rey ended up grabbing them, um, so she actually still has She them. has them on the spaceship. Yeah, she has them on the spaceship. Um, so I loved all that wait, stuff. Wait, so did Yoda know that they were... Uh, I think Yoda probably knew, and that's why he... Or I think maybe he didn't know, maybe he didn't know. I think overall he just didn't care. That was the point he was trying to show Luke. Like, yo, it's all material he stuff. He gave me a feeling of somebody who doesn't give a fuck. Yoda. <laughs> even even like in the originals, it was like he doesn't really give a fuck. Whether you go or not kind of thing. He always gave me that uh, feeling. Now let's look at now let's look at some of the backlash mm. of uh, Star Wars. One of the backlashes was um, I think uh, some of the dialogue in the movie. There's a scene where Jan, uh, Admiral Holdo, which is played by Laura Dern from Jurassic Park, she says, uh, "Godspeed, Rebels." And I know a lot of Star Wars fans were like, "Oh, why are you going to throw in God into the dialogue?" Really? And I was like, "Yo, that's a reach." <laughs> That, is a that was that was one thing that I read a lot from Star Wars fans about. Oh, why is she saying Godspeed instead of saying May the Force be with you? First of all, if you're a hardcore Star Wars fan, you would know that in Empire Strikes Back, Han Solo tells another Rebel fighter, "Then I'll see you in hell." He says that in the beginning of the movie when he goes to rescue Luke in the snow. 
And I remember as a kid, I loved that line because I thought like, oh, shit, there's a hell. Like they believe in hell, too. (laughs) And I thought that that made them more human. So the fact that she said that doesn't matter if there is a God or there isn't a God in this galaxy. But it just makes her more human by saying that. Speaking of human. So the the, the Empire, the what's the name of their, their whole little faction that they got going on? It's not the Empire. The First Order. The First Order. When they take these stormtroopers from their... Do they just go for humanoids or do they go for like other like uh, creature-looking animals? Because it seems like they're only going for humanoids, man. I guess so. That could be uh-huh. a topic right there, man. Because it seems like, oh, uh, to brainwash, we have to only go for humanoids. We can't go for like... People who, uh, you know, who have tentacles on their faces or anything like that, because maybe they can't fit into the helmet. They got to be a uniform kind of. Uh, well, you'll notice all the first order that are not in uniform and stormtrooper uniform are also human. Yeah, even so in the originals. A, but and you got to remember that I think uh, at one point George Lucas stated that the Empire was supposed to be like the Nazis, like they only wanted like one. So yeah, maybe they're doing it because like they're racist, specious. Yeah, they can't be racist because Finn was uh, was right. one of them. They, they're like they're against other species. Maybe maybe they're running out. So like, yeah, we just gotta no, we just gotta go for okay. Other than just being white, we we can go for any other race. But they just have to be humanoids now, just humanoids. You know that was in the memo that they did before the the what? Yeah, but that was um. What yeah. about what about what do you think of the porgs? You're the second person who asked me about that. They weren't that bad. The I, back I thought it was funny. Always. They only had, you know, to be honest, running time, I would have to say that they were in the movie five minutes. I think even altogether. less than that. Like, I, think, I think actually even, even less Even though I don't believe that they can fly, though. That little flying shit that they did, nah. <laughs> that body is way too big, and those wings are way too small for them to be flying. When I saw that, I was like, that's kind of... Uh, Unbelievable. And I love the fact that he put Chewbacca like cooking one of them. Yeah. Like it was his way of saying, like, I hear you guys, like, fuck these little birds. Like oh they, my God. yes, they can die too. But um yeah, it's like you said, they're hardly in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, in Return of the Jedi, everyone hated the Ewoks because they're like, Oh, these cute little puppets are gonna win a war against stormtroopers, really? Okay, and then Jar Jar Binks, like you said, was all over the film and was really obnoxious. They were not that obnoxious. They were not in the yeah, movie. Yeah, they were just there. It was just like a little comedy relief mm-hmm. from was, here and there. This movie had a lot of comic relief. Dude, a lot. And <laughs> a I lot. was not expecting that. Me neither. Like, it was joke. At, the movie literally starts with the joke when he's like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll wait. Yeah. I'll hold. <laughs> Tell him we have a message for his mother. Yeah. Like, Dude, that <laughs> shit was... Yo, to me, it was kind of like one of those things like... um. I don't know if you remember going to church as a little kid, and uh, if you get like a pastor who was like from out of town who comes in, and then they start saying jokes or some shit, and you're like, you're like, huh. like, <laughs> should I laugh at this? Because you know we're we're supposed to be serious right now. We're supposed to be serious, and he just cracking jokes and stuff. Like, yeah, this is funny. This is funny. That's what I felt because I was looking around like, boy, I thought this movie was supposed to be. I'm like, wait a minute, this is Star Wars, dude. I had a I had a internal conversation with him like. Yeah, I can laugh at Star Wars. Star Wars is funny. Yeah. Star Wars has, like, funny moments. I should be able to laugh at this. So I'm going to be like, yeah, this is an enjoyable movie. I'm watching this movie, and they got the jokes. Everybody has jokes. Everybody, even when Kylo Ren was talking to Ray, she's like, could you at least put a shirt on? Yeah. I'm like, everybody has fucking jokes, and I'm I'm dying laughing. I'm like, huh. Or when, uh, when they're all blasting at Luke, and he's like, do you think you got him? <laughs> <laughs> he said it with that speed and that tone, like, yo... 
You're, oh my god! You're dude. overdoing <laughs> it, man. Like even I thought that was a little much, man. That was a little much. Like focus all blasters, but I can see because coming from Kylo Ren's point of view, that was the guy who tried to kill you, even though. There was a little bit of a. You took it the wrong way. You took it yeah. the no. I mean, how can you take somebody trying to kill you the wrong way though? You wake up and somebody has like a yeah, lifesaver. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Like it's the timing was wrong. <laughs> like yo yo yo, chill chill chill. Just needed to light my way <laughs> through this area, man. But I mean, so yeah, Ryan Johnson gave yeah. I think the the old school Star Wars fans what they wanted, but he introduced like dude the Red Throne fight scene. Ooh. Probably, I think the best fight scene so mm-hmm. far in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You think so? Darth no, Maul. Darth Maul's fight. Darth Maul still. Yeah, Darth Maul's fight scene was. Uh, but it, it was elegant. This one was rough. Yeah. And what Kylo Ren does to the last guy, where he just like clicks it on and I've off. Wait for that shit to happen. Every fucking Star Wars movie, fan made movies, I've seen that happen. I've seen that happen, but I've never seen that in the actual Star Wars movie. And I was like, oh. That was fucking sweet. And like when Ray like drops the lightsaber into the other hand and like slides around. For me, that was the I think that's been the best yeah, fight. Man. The fight was awesome. I mean, a lot of people are saying why didn't they use the force while they were fighting? And you know what? I'm I'm thinking to myself, <sighs> you guys are nitpicking, you know what I mean? Yeah. You guys are looking for I just feel that Put it like this. Boys, if they did use the force and they just blew all those guys away, would that scene have been as cool? No. And you and guess what? You would still be complaining. That's the thing, man, because like um, there was one of those memes that said that, okay, uh, the the movie that came out two years ago, that movie came out and people were saying that, oh, this movie is too much like the originals. Then this movie came out and people were saying like, this movie is nothing like the originals. This has nothing to do with the canon Star Wars movies. And it's like you can't really please everybody. You can't. I mean, the movie was a good movie. The fanboys ruined it. The fanboys ruined it. The theories that were out there, some of them were really good about, oh, who this might be, who that might be, and everything like that. And I thought those theories had, uh, I thought they had like a solid ground and a foundation. But I'm happy that uh, they didn't go those routes of those theories. I seriously believe that uh, Disney, what they did was they saw all your theories. They were probably going to go that route. And they were like, you know what? We can't go that route because... These guys are gonna be like, oh, I told you so. I got it right, kind of shit. But look, I'm looking forward to to the third one, to the third installment. I hope that the third installment doesn't take place right after this this uh, this movie. Uh, I want like at least a two year, three year gap. One thing I am uh, I'm gonna uh, criticize is that I really did want like some type of uh, training being done with uh maybe Luke maybe with uh Luke and uh Ray and Kylo Ren and um uh what's the the lead guy Snook I wanted some type of cuz you know in the in the one that happened 2 years ago you know Kylo Ren was told hey all right just come you know what come over to my my castle I'm gonna train you a little bit you know I'm gonna train you in the ways of the dark side cuz you killed your father you know what I mean so it was like okay cool and you we see we see Ray go to Luke and you see that there, uh, you know, she she hands him the lightsaber, or whatever. I would like to see like, oh, two years later, and you see that, oh, she's been trained for two years. Kylo Ren's been trained for two years, and I would like to see that they're having some type of, uh, you know, two years of training. Let's see how far you've gone. It was and they're making another trilogy. Yeah, they're making another trilogy. And he's writing it. Yeah, he's writing all three of those movies. And so we'll you know, it was funny because uh, I was talking to uh, one of my friends and. Uh, 
um, they were saying like, man, you know, they should just get the people who do animes to do like a Star Wars movie. And I was like, why? So we could have the fucking crystals that actually talk to you and shit like that, like some type of a bleach TV show or something. So then we will actually have like, you can't do that. You don't have that kind of power. Then it'll be charging up for fucking 30 minutes. And then we have to wait for this dude to finally do one blast and shit like that, like a Dragon Ball Z uh, show, which I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of Dragon Ball Z, not a fan of the show, not a fan of the whole series. Just got to throw that out there. But I don't know, man. I like what Disney is doing, and I'm not liking what the fanboys are doing because it's like they don't know how to be adults. (laughs) But just to say, some of these Star Wars fans are on the spectrum. Oh, my God. Some some of them. Am I wrong? (laughs) Am I wrong for that? Dude, yo, because cause the 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 amount of anger that this movie is getting, that you're 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 doing petitions, you're going out of your way to downvote it on like uh, on uh, on uh, Rotten Tomato to give it what? Where is that right now? Like forty nine percent? It's uh, like it's, re- so on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a ninety two percent according to the critics, but according to the fans. It has um, like a 52. 52? Dude, to do that kind of stuff is like, yo, relax. But, I mean, people say like, yo, they put their whole... 54%. They put, they put their whole time and uh, money into, you know, to the Star Wars universe. And, you know, just to just to see this movie is just a disgrace. Disgrace to whom? To whom is this a disgrace to? It's a movie. And it's meant for entertainment. If you're not entertained by it, there's other means of entertainment out there. I just don't... I don't get the fanboys going all, like, this crazy over this stuff. And mind you, these are the same fanboys who are, like... Now, this is, this, is how, this is why I don't want to listen to the fanboys. Because The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. the biggest criti- critique that we had of, the, of that movie was that it was too safe. Yeah. It was so safe... That it felt like a reboot of episode four. Yeah. And that's it exactly was what it painting was. by numbers, right? Uh-huh. The audience gave that movie an 88%. Really? How are you going to give a movie so safe an 88% but then this movie actually dares to be original and you're going to give it a 54? Yeah, that's why I'm... Oh, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get y'all. I don't get... Yo, it's... They're too complicated, man. Because they don't want you to... They don't want you to... You, they don't want you to reach too far... But they want you to. St- it pisses me off, man. It, it like it pisses me off to no ends because there's no there's no pleasing them. So what you gotta do if you can't please every you, well they said that you're not supposed to please everybody. If you can't please these people, you might as well just do what the fuck you want. And that's exactly what this director did. Like fuck it, I'm just gonna do what I want. Then you said that he tweeted out saying something about those fan theories. What was that? Uh, that tweet? he said uh, your Snoke theory sucks. Yeah, and he also. Uh, um, Mark Hamill came out in an interview and said that he argued with Ryan Johnson a lot on the set, like because he was like even himself as a fanboy, he was like, "No, Luke can't do this. Luke can't do that." And he even told Ryan, like, "Yo, you know, we got to give the fans what they want." And Ryan Johnson goes, "No, we're we gonna yeah, we're gonna give them what we want. It's our movie. This is my story. Like, fuck that, yo. If you're so upset." your own star wars go go write your own star wars fan story go do your uh what's it called fan fiction 
Just be happy with that. Yeah, and let those people critique your shit saying that it's not original. Like, yo, you want to go ahead and make a Star Wars movie and show me how it's done? Go make a movie, become a director, let's see if Disney decides to invest in you, and then you can make your own Star Wars movie. But until then, you're not a director, you're not a writer, I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to do things my way. But I, one thing about the movie is that uh, I am looking forward to the to the third one, and I know that they... I think they dropped it two or three times that uh, Kylo Ren took like eight of Luke's uh, like students with them. I want to know what the fuck these eight students are. They're so they're called the Knights of Ren, yeah. and he's like the master of them. So hopefully in the next one they'll probably show it because that's already against like Sith uh, lore. Because usually, well, that's the thing. He's not a Sith. Yeah. They're not Sith. They created something new called the Knights of Ren. And that's the thing is like they named it themselves like they called it like yo this is our shit this is that's some straight up high school shit right there man that's like backyard wrestling kind of shit we're 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 e we're e a w bro <laughs> extreme always wrestling baby that's what we do we're different from everybody else we don't use trampolines we we wrestle in our backyards and jumps off roofs. Just like everybody else, but we're the fanboys come along. No, it's just because you don't have money. You just don't have budget. (laughs) That's exactly what they're doing, man. But I like it. I I I was expecting to see them here, but um, I I really want to know what kind of guy. I think they're gonna be like fucking. um, I I don't think they're gonna be like their traditional like fighters, Jedi fighters. But you know what though? I think they did die though, because I I could have sworn. Because I could have sworn in The Force Awakens, Snoke says, Kylo, the last of the Knights of Ren. I could have sworn he said that. I got to watch the movie again. But I, oh. I'm i 99.9% sure he says, you're the last of the Knights of Ren. Please don't do that to me. <laughs> because I was... Yo, in my but mind, hey, they could show a flashback. They showed flashbacks in this movie. Why not? You know what? He probably He probably killed them all. Yeah. Snook probably told him to kill them all just so you can uh, have more hate or some shit like that. Just to see who was the most powerful one. It's like what the Joker does in The Dark Knight where he's like, in order to join this group, you got to kill each other. And whoever's left standing joins Mm -hmm. the group type of thing. Yeah, with that uh, fucking stick. That was was a dope-ass scene. That's an establishing scene, man. You know what's crazy about that is that uh, people were wondering uh, what is the coolest uh, comic book movie intro. And they're saying that the Dark Knight is the the coolest intro in comic book movie history. With the bank robbery? With the bank robbery. Some people are saying that is um Guardians of the Galaxy Two with the whole dance number with uh Groot. Uh I don't know. I didn't really I haven't really thought about it as much, but so far I'm thinking that I'm leaning more towards the Deadpool. Did it start off with the whole car scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's where I lean. But as a a character development one, that Dark Knight was pretty good. That's how you set the tone for a villain. That whole bank robber and the way that it was so intricate that he told this person to kill this person and this person to kill this person, and it was like holy shit. Next to know at the end of it, he was only man standing. I was like, yo, that's fucking dope. That was. Do you think really, that was better than Bane's uh, plane hijacking? Oh fuck yeah. yeah! By miles, it was more methodical, way more methodical. But I wasn't thinking about the Bane one. That was a. Uh, that was also a cool one. 
his reveal was pretty cool. Like that that second that you actually see his face, that was pretty cool. But was it better than the Joker? The fact that he was wearing a mask, but he was had a <laughs> the yeah, makeup he, under the mask. Like, <laughs> it was one of those like even if even if he uh, if he was looking at me, I'm like, I got questions. <laughs> Why, why, why would you, why would you paint your face if you're already wearing? Why would you wear a mask if? Well, what's your game here? What's your game here? You just want to confuse me? Is this another point of your game? But I mean, it, it was what it was, man. But it was. I never thought about that as watching the the movie, but it was pretty fucking cool. Um, I mean, what else can we say about this Star Wars movie? Uh, everybody, just get over. It. Watch it again. Pretty I'm much. Not, yeah, I definitely <laughs> recommend for those who felt iffy about how they felt the movie, give the movie another try. When I gave it the second try, I definitely loved it more. So I think, Pat, you'll, you'll probably appreciate it a little bit more the second time you see it. I definitely want to watch the movie again, but in IMAX because I haven't seen it in IMAX. Oh, are you sure, man? Because he said... Right here it says, even you, master of the Knights of Ren. Oh, master. That's what it is. Have never faced such tests. I I could have sworn he said last of the Knights of Ren. Because you scared the shit out of me. Okay. Because, yeah, there's a lot of fan theories about this Knights of Ren thing. But uh, if you guys want to look at some more lore about um, Star Wars, just read the... um, There's a comic book that came out in January... And it's about how uh, Darth Vader got his his sword, his uh, lightsaber, and read that comic book, or just go on YouTube like I did, and just let somebody just you know uh, narrate it for you while you just watch the the page, and it's fucking amazing of how he acquired his uh, lightsaber. They should definitely turn that into a movie. Um, before when the uh, when they were talking about, oh, what movie, what movie are they gonna uh, in the Star Wars universe? Are they gonna make? And are they gonna make? And some people were saying, yeah, they should definitely do the the Darth Vader. I really didn't want them to do the Darth Vader one because I'm like, we already got it in those three movies. But after I just saw that little, it was it's only like five minutes or six minutes long video. I was thinking to myself, yeah, they should definitely if they're gonna go off of this comic book. It's gonna be amazing because you it um, to me it, it basically looked like it took like two or three days for him to get his uh, actual lightsaber. But you see him going from it all starts from that moment when uh, when uh, Palpatine tells him to rise, and then you know he shouts no because Padme is dead. From that moment, that's where the comic book starts. And you just see him looking so pristine in the beginning in the black. As he's going on trying to get his lightsaber and shit like that, he's getting shot. He's getting, like, shot in the arms. So you see that his cape is, like, tattered and shit like that. And to the point that he loses his arm, loses his leg. The the same leg that he lost previously, he loses it again. He has to go to another droid and put on that droid's leg onto his uh, broken leg. Which I'm just thinking, like, are those things universal? Like I guess, just like you could just walk up to, to any, <laughs> to any droid. Like, oh, let me just take your leg. It has to be universal because I mean, it's the empire, <laughs> it's the empire. And now, I'm, this is the, now you know that's just, just a little side note. But yeah, let's go on to to the next topic of what we All have. Right. So we have to dish to dish out. We are now at the end of December. Yep. It was 
Do you think it was a good year? Wait, before we move on to the year and best and worst, how would you rate this uh, Star Wars movie out of four stars? Out of four stars, I would give it a solid three. A three, three and a half. Yeah, I would give it a three and a half. Three and a half, because okay. I was just realizing what I gave a three previously, and this movie <laughs> was way better than those movies that I gave threes to. Um, all right, so 2017, definitely an interesting year for movies. We had some gold, and we had some really stinky shit at the same time. Um, Disappointments, man. I think that's what it is, man. It's the it's the hype train. The hype train is so easy to get on nowadays yeah. since the internet. The, yo, do not get on the hype train, everybody. Do not get on that train because that is going to give you nothing but false hope. False hope is is on that hype train. Uh, right, let's go ahead and get into the year and best and worst. This is the best and worst of 2017. We're going to give off our best pick, our worst pick, and an honorable mention. Uh, Pat, you want to go first? What was your best film of 2017? Yes. My best film of 2017 is It. My best movie of uh, 2017. Um, This movie... uh, I saw it it in movie theaters. I I was the only person in the movie theaters who watched it. I think it was on like a Thursday night. Uh, I enjoyed it. It terrified me because there was a guy named Patrick who was actually in the movie, and uh, I didn't know that. So when they actually said Patrick's name, that that struck a chord with me. I'm like, say what? <laughs> say what now? Like, I was out of it until that point, and then after that, I was totally invested into the movie. And I didn't even watch the, the previous It um, Made for TV movie while going into this. So some of the stuff that I saw was like fresh. It was like, oh, I never saw this before. When really I actually did see some of the stuff before. Man, it was a new twist on a classic. I like that. I really like that. Did uh, Stephen King say anything about this new it? He liked it. He did? Yeah. That's what's up. And he liked the fact that it was uh, different. It took place in a different decade. Because um, his was like more like 50s, 60s. This one was more like 80s. Has anybody spoken to Stephen King about his uh, infatuation with um rape? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, you know, maybe he's never actually raped anybody before. Maybe that's how he he releases is by writing it in the books. Like that dude, Jeepers Creepers guy. Well, that guy actually raped though. Yeah. He raped the kid. He and filmed it. That's why he went to jail the first time for for nineteen months. <laughs> All it's right. Still fucked up, man. Okay, and let's see. My best film uh, <laughs> would be Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, which I later found out that that was actually the title. I just kept calling the movie Three Billboards. When you look everybody at the poster. It, but everybody gets it. Every, <laughs> every every movie poster, it's like you, you look at it, and it says like three billboards in huge letters, and then the Ebbing, Missouri part is like in really tiny letters. I think that's the reason why oh. I didn't notice it. Um, this is a film... Starring uh, Frances McDormand. I think she's definitely going to be one of the top contenders for best actress for this film. I think she definitely deserves it. Um, This movie had a little bit of everything. It had its twist. It had its sad moments. It had its hilarious moments. uh, Victorious moments. uh, Like moments of loss. And overall, it's like a... Almost... Like a downplayed revenge story. 
but um, it also focuses on you see there is no real good guy or bad guy in this film. This movie just focuses on different characters, even though she is the main character. But you see the stories of these other characters, and they're all like losing. Like you see all of their losses, and you feel for all of them, even though there might be characters that you might like. Like there was a character that I did not like in the movie, and by the end, I was like, "Nah, he is." I actually I feel for him. I, I see what he's lost, and I appreciate the fact that now he wants to be. He wants to change. Um, yeah, overall, I think this is probably the best film of the year. Um, I was surely entertained. This was a two hour film. Did not feel like two hours. The movie felt like an hour, hour and a half. I felt like I could have saw more and I still would have been entertained. Um, and I think this is probably Frances McDormand's like one of her best performances. I think she definitely deserves, uh, the Oscar for this film. So definitely go check it out if you haven't, if you have the opportunity to see it. Uh, Pat, what's your worst film of 2017? My worst film of 2017 uh, is Geostorm. Enough said. I'm not even going to give that movie any... Uh, I'm not going to give that movie anything. Because that movie is just... It's, it's a fucking Geostorm. That's what it is. That, it's literally in the title. It's You already know what it's going to be about. Mm. Right? That's, oh, man. That's exactly what it is. These... These, can they make a, a good disaster movie? Independence Day. That's a disaster movie. But no, it's an alien invasion movie. It's alien invasion. Disaster movie. I, I pictured disaster movies to be like natural disasters. Okay. Okay. All right. So, okay. Going into what you're saying. Then they can't. <laughs> then they can't, man. Oh, wait. Dante's Peak was a good one. That was a disaster movie. That yeah. was a good one. But the thing about that movie is that I was invested into the characters and into all those characters. For some reason, these disaster movies are just like the worst. <laughs> they are the worst. The one that had Jake Gyllenhaal. What was the name of that one? 2017? Uh, the, that was The Day After Tomorrow. The Day After Tomorrow. Bad. Bad, man. And... Is I, I think and that was the guy that directed Independence Day. Really, Roland Emmerich. Yeah, I don't understand that man. Cause yo, and he did 2012, the other disaster the other movie. Yeah, he he's good at disaster movies, but I think what he what his thing is that he's really good at those like destroying cities part. Because all those parts are pretty awesome. Cities getting destroyed, that's awesome. But character development is bad. The Independence Day. The first one had great character development. There was a video that showed like how in the intro they showed us a pretty good amount of like 12 characters. And by the time that half of these characters died, you are invested in all of those characters. And we we weren't invested like, you know, they're showing us uh like their backstory about how they were kids or something like that. It was all in like conversations. Like there you know uh Will Smith had a uh, Harry Gonick Jr. Harry mm-hmm. Gossip Jr. Harry Connick, yeah. Yeah, Harry Connick Jr. At, as his, like, uh, he's supposed to be his goose. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I basically that his took wingman. that. His wingman. And it's like, oh, shit, that's pretty funny. And you see that uh, his wife had uh, her goose, who was supposed to be a fellow stripper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, you know, this was like the aliens are coming and stuff like that. And she was basically trying to tell her friend, like, yo, don't go to this place because we don't know what they're here for. And um, yeah, Jeff Goldblum, his father, his father, his wife, and I think his wife was seeing the president. 
No, she was a secretary she for the a, president. Yeah, she was a secretary for the president, and they were on rocky terms and shit like that. And it was like, holy shit, all this shit is going down. You you lose half the fucking cast. Everybody who is like everybody who had someone started to lose that person. Dude, I even felt for the dog because I thought that dog was gonna die. <laughs> you believe that shit? I when that dog was when he was jumping in through that door, I'm like, that dog's a goner, <laughs> and he fucking made it, man. And I was excited that he did, man. And it's like you lose all that shit. I don't know what happened to these disaster movies. I just need someone to, I don't know, make a better. And they have one of the best uh, president speeches. Oh yeah, one of the best. <laughs> um, all right, so Geostorm, complete opposite of what it should have been, what it could have been. I don't Let's, think it's gonna uh, be good, man. There's no possible way that movie's gonna be good. What's your honorable mention? This is not the best film, but it was right there. It was like a tie. But almost made it, but just was a little um, fell a little bit short. I'm gonna say Get Out. Get Out is my honorable mention. Uh, this movie goes without saying. It is a horror movie <laughs> by any means of the word. Um, but also had its comedic moments. Too. Oh yeah, had its comedic moment because I mean it was done by yeah I can't Jordan Peele. Peele. It was done by Peele. Damn, you know I just fucked up because I. <laughs> I tried to explain which one is Key and Pill to somebody else, and you I switched just, it. I mixed it up. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. No, he's telling somebody else. And now <laughs> but, he's going to try to develop a Twilight Zone. Oh, really? Yeah, he's trying to bring Twilight Zone back, and he's going to be the creator. Wait, wait, like as a TV show? Or? TV show. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. That might be dope, man. I might, uh, is he still, is he going to be the guy who's, uh, who's walking around? Imagine if you would. I don't think so. I think he's just going to be like a like a producer writer. Oh, so it's going to be just like dark. It's going to be like, like a, a black dark mirror. black mirror. Then Which, I hope so. By the way, black mirror is coming. There's going to be a new. Uh, by the time you guys listen to this episode, there's going to be a new dark mirror that's going to be coming out uh, this Friday. This Friday, so you guys want to check that out. Um, yeah, man. But I really enjoyed the movie. Um, there, I guess there was a lot of hints towards a lot of things. Like there was a deer that he ran over in the beginning of the movie. And then as he is tied up to a bed, as he's tied up to a couch, there was a deer head looking at him the same way that he was looking at the deer. Okay. That scene with the deer. Mm. I, when I first saw the movie, I didn't really pay close attention to it. But then my wife actually did research and told me about it. And I was like, holy shit, that is genius. So Is it? Because have you seen his event? I'm talking about the, 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 the whole thing with the ID. Okay. Okay. This is what I'm getting at. Okay. He hits the deer. The, the girlfriend, instead of calling like the insurance company to come and take a look at the car, she doesn't know what to do. So she just calls the cops. Mm-hmm. She thinks, okay, I guess this is what you're supposed to do, even though it's not. She calls the police. The police arrive. The police don't ask her for her ID, but they ask him for his ID. Mm-hmm. The police asks uh, the the main character, "May I see your ID?" And his girlfriend, she's like, "Why are you asking him for his ID? He wasn't driving. I was the one that that was driving, and I hit the deer." And he goes, "I have the right to ask." And she's like, "This is bullshit." And she like tells the cop off. And then the cop finally like gives up and walks away. And at first you're thinking like, damn, she's a she's a cool girlfriend. The fact that she was defending him like that and everything. Nah, I was thinking that she was acting out of pocket. 
That's no. what I thought. <laughs> you know what happened, though? Mm. Jordan Peele said in an interview she didn't want him to give his ID to the cop because then there would be a record after he went missing that he was stopped by that cop. They would have left a paper trail. Yeah. I just blew your mind, right? Holy shit. I need a horn, dog. Let me get the <laughs> horn out for that shit, dog. What? Oh, wait. Let me put Here on the volume. Sound effect. <laughs> I can't fucking believe it. It would have left dude. a paper trail Holy on his whereabouts. Shit. Wow. That was the reason why she defended him and didn't want him to give his ID to the cop. But did he? He didn't. The cop finally gave up and walked away. So when 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 my wife showed me that article, I was like, that is actually some of the best writing then. That is genius. I would have never. And the fact that they didn't really mention anything after that, they you just have to be clever enough to figure that out. I was like, that's awesome. Wow. That's deep. That's deep in the rap. That's deep in the hip hop. <laughs> like God you would think, damn. okay, she's just doing that because she wants to play that character. No, man. She doesn't want to leave a paper trail. So when they go looking for him after he goes missing, there's wow. no record of him. Holy shit. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Honorable mention. I can't believe it. <laughs> Just that alone, man. Yo, that... Honorable mention. Yeah. Seriously, that is an honorable, honorable mention. Dude, that's better than Geostorm. That one detail <laughs> is better than Geostorm the movie could ever be, dog. Yeah. That's like nosebleed good, man. That's like, what? Uh, my honorable mention is probably one of the most talked about films of the year. Everyone is saying that this movie is definitely going to be nominated for Best Film at the Oscars. Um, this is Lady Bird starring uh, Saoirse Ronan. Um, it's a coming-of-age tale of uh, this girl between the time that she graduates and she goes to college and uh, the relationship that she has with her mom. Some of the best performances I've seen in a while. Uh, Saoirse Ronan. Yo, what is it with Europeans can pull off the best American accents and Americans suck at trying to pull off a British accent? Well, I, th- I think it's because when British people sing, they sound like Americans. But when American people sing, they sound like black people. <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing is, is that she's, like, she's Irish. She hasn't even... Thicker accent because it's not even British; it's Irish. It's like the like. It's like oh yeah, shadow here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got the. I'm getting the the rhythmic, not the not the words, but. And when you listen to her in this movie, you would if you would have known not know who she was, you would never think she was European. What about the dude from Star Wars, the 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 redhead guy who's the captain? What about him? He has a he has a thick Irish accent. But I can kind of sense his Irish accent. His American accent is too proper. But he doesn't have an American accent in in, in the movie. Really? Yeah, he's British. He has a British no, accent. No. Yes, he does. Really? Yes, he has a British Shit, accent. I, I would definitely have to watch this movie because I could have sworn that he has like an American accent. But it's like I can't really – I can't place where it's from. It's like – Dude, when he, t- when he does the speech in The Force Awakens to all the stormtroopers, mm-hmm. 100% British accent. You know what I'm thinking about another movie. Maybe. We are going to destroy the resistance, and ah, like it's so British. <laughs> You're right. 
You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, so yeah, Lady Bird definitely deserves uh, honorable mention. I think best film is definitely going to be between Lady Bird and Three Billboards this year at the Oscars. I think the only reason why Three Billboards came oh, out on top for me. Wait a minute, but you're forgetting. I'm just talking about Oscar. There's a movie that's supposed to be about Winston Churchill. Yes, everyone's saying that uh, he might take the Oscar for Best Actor, but it's not. I don't think it's going to take the Best Picture. No. You don't think so? No. I heard from a lot of people that it's like the typical war film, but it's just his performance is amazing. Mm, okay. Uh, for Lady Bird and Three Billboards, Lady Bird. Oh, also the lady who plays this girl's mom was actually in Roseanne. She was Roseanne's uh, sister. I think oh. that that's who, who who and she did amazing. She was an amazing, hmm. per, like she had a great performance in the movie. So that was my honorable mention. Um, we're gonna go ahead and end the podcast with top movies to look forward to in 2018. Yep. Uh, first off, we got Black Panther. Um, <clears throat> I think this is gonna be a really good addition to the entire Avengers. Uh, universe. Just the soundtrack alone, I'm looking forward to. <laughs> if it's if they're using the songs that they're using in the trailers, I'm going to be very happy because they never movies never do this. Very rarely do they do this where they actually play the song that they use in the trailer. Yeah, but this one, definitely. yeah, it's going to be fucking holy shit. It might be uh, might be a good. It uh, might be a, might be my first uh, nah because I also look forward to that um, Guardians of the Galaxy. One soundtrack, and I just when I when I watch part two, I realize that soundtrack is not that bad. Mm. Give it after the second watch. Soundtrack is not that bad. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, I think what I'm looking forward to with Blank Panther is if you watch, no, damn, I was going to say it's like the royal family, but Thor was also kind of a royal family, but Thor focused more on Thor. Like he was the black sheep of the royal family. This is like an like it. It looks like it's focusing on the entire Wakanda yeah, he's, he's royal the family. Black sheep. Like he is. What, what do you call someone who's not the black sheep of your family? The white sheep. I don't know, but he's like a, he's like he's the legacy. He's the prophecy. Yeah, like, he's the. Yeah, I'm he's kidding, I'm continuing this thing, this tradition that my father created. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 looking forward to that because this isn't the typical like. Oh, it's about one guy like Iron Man, and he's just a single guy, and nobody likes him because he's an asshole. Like, no, this is actually a guy that grew up with values, and he's sticking to it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like he he's like Captain America, but with a family. <laughs> like, he's got a family. Yeah, you basically said. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Aww. laughs> um, next up we have Ready Player One. Yeah, this is pretty much just for the nostalgic freaks. I think that's. That's what this movie's catering towards. Mm-hmm. For those who grew up in the 80s and the 90s, this movie is basically catered towards that generation. Uh, we got DeLoreans. We got video game references. We got comic book references. We got Akira references. The motor. Yeah. Someone actually drives the Akira's motorcycle in the movie, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, we got King Kong. Uh, we got Iron Giant. We got so many references in this movie. And what's funny... This movie's filled with Easter eggs, and it's literally about a giant Easter egg. Yeah. If you get the Easter egg, you win. You um, win the company. And apparently the people who who are running the, the corporate side of the company don't want anybody to uh, to get the Easter egg. So now they're starting to kill off people who are getting close to it. 
from what I get from that uh, second trailer. This is what this is the premise of the second trailer. So I mean, I don't know if that's the way it's gonna go. It's just that trailer alone reminds me of all those uh like uh all those freaking uh uh volunteer tribute movies. What's the name oh, of it? The Hunger Games. Hunger Games kind of thing because you know it is a it is a novel that's gonna be turned into a a, a movie just like. Harry Potter and the Hunger Games and all the other stuff, or the Maze Runner, all that, all that kind of nonsense. But I'm really looking forward to this because I want to see how many Easter eggs I can actually catch. Yeah, this movie is it's full with so many Easter eggs. It's not even an Easter egg. It's like it is. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's it's not Easter egg. It's just this is the backdrop. It's like if you got the whole season of I Love the '80s and just turned it into just a show, a movie. It, yeah, you just threw that shit into a movie and. Um, Dude, the fact that I saw the DeLorean go from wheels to flying in the trailer, I was already like, I'm set, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking set. I want to see this goddamn race. I want to see the whole thing take place because it looked like it's going to be fucking awesome. Other cars that I saw that I spotted in the trailer, there's the van from the A-Team that's in yeah. that race. I they don't got- know why somebody would get that. I don't, I don't understand the, the because- logic of picking these vehicles, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's the the Adam West Batmobile. There's the Mach Five from Speed Racer. There's a, a Bigfoot. A Mad Max's car is in there. Oh really? Yeah. A Bigfoot is in there. I could see why you would get that car because you could just drive over other people's cars. I could see that. Um, but I, some of those other cars, I'm like, I don't see the value of getting those cars. You know, somebody get a motor. Somebody got a motorcycle in there, which that's the Akira one. But the DeLorean, you can fly and you can drive, so I see that positive in that. But the Adam West Batmobile doesn't seem like it's fast enough. I don't think it does good on corners. <laughs> I don't think it does good on corners. But you know what? We'll see when we watch the movie. Uh, next up, we have Avengers Infinity War. That was kind of like an obvious one. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I said it's going to be a button. This is finally going to. See where it ends. I hope by the end of the movie, one of these Avengers do die. I hope that it does. You say that you wanted it to be uh, the Hulk. The Hulk. But I think they're probably going to go the cheap route and probably kill off Scarlett if Johansson. If it was Josh Whedon who was doing this movie, he would definitely kill off the Hulk. He would because that whole thing about what you were saying that it, it was it's pretty good that in the first Avengers you hear Tony Stark saying we have we have a Hulk, yeah. and now they don't anymore. But I can kind of see uh, Bruce Banner not wanting to turn into the Hulk anymore because you said that he was in the Hulk suit, in the Hulk Buster suit. Yeah. I can see him not turning into uh, the Hulk in the movie, like, nah, I can't do it. Or maybe he loses the power to do that kind of shit, like he doesn't have any rage anymore. Uh, another reason why I think it's the Hulk, for me, out of all the actors, Mark Ruffalo is the one actor that just looks like he doesn't give a shit. Well, I mean, in, in all those movies, I don't think he's ever there on on set. Why does he have to be there? He's always in the room. He's he's gonna do CGI, suit. so he doesn't give a shit. Like they they don't even need him for the CGI. They're literally they make the Hulk from scratch. Like they don't put him in the motion suit. Oh, for real? Yeah, so he's not even on set. Yeah, so it's like he's just there to do his scenes, and it's like he's more of like a good actor, like good good actor. So. I bet he's never opened a comic book in his life. He probably did not do any research. He just reads the lines and, all right, let me get the fuck out of here. Um, 
I have a feeling I I would like for it to be the Hulk, but I I feel like it's going to be Scarlett Johansson in reality. You see, if she dies, if she dies, she dies. <laughs> but no, nah, but but if she dies, I don't think it's going to be a big hit to to morale in a way. I mean, it's going to be a big hit to you know to the Avengers kind of thing. Like I thought that the Hawk, I thought Hawkeye was going to die in uh, the third Avengers. The only reason I thought that is be because um, you know he was the one who had the whole character arc that you know he's like oh I want to go back to my family you know I'm uh, not gonna be an Avenger anymore I'm like okay so that's the end of his story kind of thing so if they kill him now it's like one of those like uh, those things that happen in, in action movies with cops it's like oh this is my last day on the job whoop you're dead yeah. <laughs> you're dead it definitely was your last day <laughs> your last day on the job you're dead. That's what I thought was going to happen to him. And it would have been good if he would have died, even though it would have been bad because, you know, he had a wife and kids, whatever. But um, that didn't happen. If it's Scarlett Johansson, I mean, there's really not much. And we, we're talking about just the core Avengers. We're not even talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Any of those people can die. That's true. They can die. I mean, uh, to be honest, I think I'll be more heartfelt if Raccoon was to die. Anybody from Guardians of the Galaxy, if they were to die, I think, but it, w- it really wouldn't affect the story because they're not the core group. They're not the core uh, Avengers. And um, since since uh, Marvel, uh, Disney did buy out uh, Fox, I doubt that they're going to, like in Avengers uh, Infinity War 2, if they're going to add any of these other like X-Men or something because as far as I know everybody on the internet think that they're they're going to get their Wolverine versus Hulk movie but to be honest uh, Universal still owns the film rights to Hulk really and that was another reason why I thought they should kill the Hulk because Disney has to pay Universal money every time they use the Hulk and I think it would just be easier for them to just get rid of like, let's get rid of them and then we don't have to worry about because Disney hates Universal like they're the biggest film rivals, so I think that's that's why for me, like if I was an executive at Disney, I'd be like, "Yo, fuck that guy." We'll kill the movie too. Let's just kill him because <laughs> I, I I don't want to write these guys another check. Like I don't want to do that anymore. And I that was that was a reason why uh, they bought Fox. They wanted that franchise, but they didn't want to pay royalties to Fox. Don't they don't even have to make an X Men movie at all? Because if if I was uh, Disney, I'd be like, you know what. Uh, we bought them out just so we don't have to. We don't have to worry about X Men anymore. We're not gonna do an X Men movie. No, we're not gonna do it. Maybe like twenty, thirty years when I'm gone. Maybe they'll do a X Men movie then. But I, I'm happy that they can actually use the words uh, mutant. Yeah, I'm happy that they can finally use that word again because I'm sick and tired of the word in humans. Because no, uh, it was inhuman, and there was another one. It was a, a meta human. Yeah. No, meta human was uh, a, a Justice League. They said they used another word. I didn't like inhuman. No, but they there wasn't. All right, thing was like enhanced or some shit like that. They yeah. said that. I, don't know, I think man. it was in the Age of Ultron. They said uh, when they were talking about the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, they used another word, but it wasn't mutant. I don't remember. Um, so yeah, Avengers is like a like a like a given. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Venom. I'm interested to see is Spider Man going to be in this? How are they going to do that? I definitely will, would love to see Tom Hardy's transformation. Yeah, Tom Hardy's already him. scary without the <laughs> without the costume, so I would like to see his evolution into it. 
Um, they someone revealed like a clay sculpture of what Venom might look like, um, and it looks pretty dope. Really, like it looks very authentic, like is the comic it, book. It's he... bulky as shit. Has the large mouth with the sharp teeth. Holy shit! That's gonna be fucking dope, man. Because I didn't really like that Venom that they had for uh, that was Sam Raimi's Venom. That it was, was an it was kind of skinny. It's kind of slim. It was exactly it was like, what. The guy from that 70s show is. It was like this skinny, scrawny, nerdy. Ooh. You're going to have the big mouth too? Okay. Look, Go to the right a little bit. That This, this one? That one. That's the... Holy shit. Yeah. This is fucking dope. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. That's terrifying. <laughs> and I can't believe that this thing then later on turns into like a hero or an anti-hero. I would be fucking scared to be saved by something like this. I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> this shit is fucking amazing, man. And, they, and if they have them like drooling the green slime like in the comic book, mm-hmm. even perfect. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and then last but not least, we have Deadpool 2. That's also a given. Yeah. Deadpool 1, probably one of the funnest movies we've seen in, in, in a while as far as comic book movies. All, yeah. um, and the fact that Disney say that they're not going to change the the rating of it. It's going to be a rated R movie. They don't care. I'm like, oh, man. Good on you, Disney. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm interested in seeing Domino in this film and how she's going to interact with him. Um, I like her powers. Uh, her powers are just like uh, like Jinx, but it's opposite. She just she's just lucky. That's that's what her thing is. It's, it's fucking uh, phenomenal. You try to shoot at her, your gun may not work. You try to slice her, you may hit a wall or something. I'm like okay, I like that. I like I like her powers, and it's like it's she doesn't control it. It's like it just happens. Mm. That's that's pretty fucking dope. I really like it. All right. Um... That's that's it. You want to yeah. call it an episode? That's the, I think that's the episode. Uh, everybody, um, I guess we'll see y'all at the tell slate. And hello, welcome to the tell slate. The song that you're listening to is Dizzy. By Joaquim Karud. You guys can find this song on SoundCloud from Free Music for Vlogs. It's a dope ass SoundCloud page and they give you royalty free music. I'm a fan of it. <laughs> I'm a fan. And uh, Kevin, you missed out on uh, giving us your worst film for uh, for 2017. Yeah. I can't believe I actually skipped over it. Maybe it was because the movie was so bad that I didn't realize that I skipped over it's it. It's justified. So <laughs> my worst pick for 2017 was Murder on the Orient Express, which was written, directed, produced, starring Kenneth Branagh, um, who, you know, I like Kenneth. He's he's a he's a he's a good British actor. Um, that's like that's like when you're at work 
and there's that one employee that everybody doesn't like, but you don't know because you haven't been around him long enough. And you're like, look, I like him, but I know he's got his flaws. We just got to work with them. You know, um, so the thing about this movie, man, I was not interested in anything that was happening in the plot. I feel Wasn't, like uh, um, Johnny Depp was in the movie. Johnny Depp was in the movie. The girl that plays Ray from Star Wars was in the movie. The, the, the guy who played uh, Martin Luther King was in the movie. Lots of great actors in this film and. No one looked like they gave a shit in the whole film, like except for him. Like he was always over the top with his performances, but I felt like the movie was so spotlighted on him so much that it made Nobody everyone look like shit. Wow. And the mystery behind this film on who did what at the end when they reveal it, I, I never read the book. I know it's a famous book. So a lot of people already know the ending, but I didn't. I didn't. I never read the story, so for me it was supposed to be a surprise. But at the end, I was like, it was such a letdown. Um, there, there was just nothing interesting. There was nothing nuanced about it. Wow. It was very <laughs> by the numbers, and I don't know. At the end, I kind of felt disappointed that I wasted a movie pass on that. I mean, but what else was out there, man? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. You might as well waste it on a movie pass than actually going out and spending your ten That's, bucks on it. Man. That is one hundred percent true. Yes, you're and spending right. ten bucks on it because then you'd have been hella pissed because I had a fucking movie pass and I could have spent it on this, but I didn't. And on top of that, I mean, now you can. Uh, what, what did Yoda say? I mean, you teach people on your failures. Yeah, teach people your failures because that's the best teacher. Yeah, and what better way of teaching people is like, ugh. Oh, I've heard about and, that And movie, speaking you know, of teaching of failures, if you upgrade to a different phone, you're going to have to re-download MoviePass again. Even if you transfer it over to the newer phone and it has your account number and your name already in there, you still got to re-download it because I, sw- I upgraded to iPhone 8. Yeah. They, you know, the movie pass transferred over. When I opened the movie pass app, it had my name, my credit card number, everything. And I wasn't able to buy a ticket for the disaster artist. It just said error, error, error. I got in contact with the, uh, what do you call it? The um, movie pass people. The movie pass people. They actually answered my, my, my question and they were like, oh, just re-download the app and it'll work. And it did. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. So learning from people's failures. There we go. That must be a common thing. That must be a common thing for real. I mean, if they answered it like that quick with the like, oh shit, he's having the same problem as this other person. Damn. Well, other than that, man, um, I think we can call it a day, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everybody enjoyed uh, our company in 2017. I hope you enjoy the company more to come. And um, I know last year we promised that we were going to be doing a lot more. We have been. We did. Yeah, we did. We did SuperCon yeah, and we did, we did uh, the horror movie con. You're welcome. <laughs> You're we welcome. Did, we did more YouTube videos. Yeah, we did more. So we act, So now we had more guests. More. Yeah, we had more guests than last yeah. year. Um, we're going to have more guests, probably the same ones. Uh, we still have to do that uh, that episode about uh, what's happening in Hollywood and how it's going to bleed over to all other industries because uh, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> More opportunity for us. 
because you know what we're uh shit you know i thought i was just a regular guy but then i'm starting to realize that i'm i'm pretty uh, i'm a i'm a stand-up guy because i haven't done any of the <laughs> shit that they've been doing you, you ever realize that like like people have been doing some dirty shit but all the while you over here thinking that man i'm really fucking like foul but then like nah there's people out there who are doing like fouler shit than you i'm like oh Really? Because I've only done like this and that. Oh, no. That's mundane. That's docile compared to what they're doing. Like the whole rape and shit like that. Like the what you told me about TJ Detweiler. Not Detweiler. <laughs> TJ Miller. <laughs> <laughs> TJ Detweiler is the... TJ Miller. Yeah, TJ Miller. But TJ Detweiler is the kid from Recess, the cartoon show. Wow. <laughs> Oh my god Yeah TJ Miller The whole thing about the bottle thing Jesus Christ That is That's over the fucking top That's over the fucking top Like Why would you do something like that You know he must He Hurt people hurt people I guess But um I would never hurt anybody in that way I would even second guess it Even if a girl asked me to do something like that Are you sure This thing Shatters <laughs> and when it shatters, it gets everywhere, and you'll never be able to use that. Oh my god, all right, that's again. the let's so this is getting, yeah, I can't even think right now. It's pretty dirty out there, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, everybody, stay safe, stay closed, and um, watch your buttholes because apparently that's open season too. <laughs> so, everybody, stay safe out there. <laughs> I've been Pat, and this was Kevin, and we shall catch y'all later. Uh, we'll catch you in 2018. Yep, and I got some other people who want to say bye. Well, that's not it. Wait, let me <laughs> turn this down and then do that. <laughs> All right, that's it for me. You've been great. Good night, everybody. What is, oh, is that Dick Bang Dyke? Good night, Jerry. Oh, no, that was Jerry Seinfeld. No. And, uh... Alrighty then. <laughs> We're working. It's a work in progress, everybody. But enjoy this song. I'm gonna bring... It's gonna be a hard bring-in, too. So, watch your ears. Are you, are you, are you, are you, are you.